Hello, and welcome to Your Mileage May Vary. Your Mileage May Vary is a two-man show that takes a lighthearted, analytical, and occasionally even educational look at all matters related to sex. We get most of our topics from the sex subreddit, but we often salt the discussions with our personal and friends' experiences. If you want more YMV in your life, feel free to follow us on at YMMVPod on Twitter or on our Facebook page. Um, it's been a long while since our last recording, Mike. What's our official excuse? Well, we had a pretty vigorous debate about our intro music that's gone on for a while. So. <laughs> it pinned us for, it's been like, has it been a year? It can't, it can't have been that long. No, no, it's been uh, since July. Okay. Um, do you have any exciting Valentine's Day plans? N- n- no, no. <laughs> How about you? No, I am shocked to hear that. No, I am uh, currently single. And so... Uh, what day? My in-laws are going to be in town. So that... that. That's... Uh, yeah, what, what would be more negative? Like? Well, actually, actually, it's a positive because it means you can... It, it makes it easier to... We have kids, so it makes it easier to go out, right? Are you going to? <laughs> almost, <laughs> almost certainly not. <laughs> it's, 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 hypothetically, it's possible. No, no. I, now that you mention it, actually, I, you did me a favor there. Like, I'll, I'll consider, I'll consider it now. Honestly, you consider and then not. No, no. I might. There might just something boring to do, but no, nothing yeah, that exciting. Sure. But sure, you can go to that Indian restaurant that you love so much. That's a lot of calories, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Um, Okay, so I don't know what what to start with here, but I I sort of like this orgasm gap conversation. And I I linked two different topics here, but um, I guess I'll read this first one. So, uh, all right, this is a 30-year-old female uh, talking about her 32-year-old male boyfriend. How do I bring up the orgasm gap with my boyfriend? Every guy I've been in a relationship with has gotten to the point after a couple of months where basically they expect to orgasm every time we have sex, but it's optional if I do. And when we have actual PIV, once they come, that's it. The session is over. Um, well, okay. I'll go on in a little bit. Uh, I do sometimes come just from PIV, so I don't mind them sometimes not using fingers, mouth on clit first. But then if I don't orgasm during PIV, I'd really like them to finish me off. And the guys I've been with never do this unless I specifically ask. Uh, often before I can ask, they make it really clear that it's sleep time now, getting into the shower, rolling over, saying goodnight, etc. Okay, so uh, here's my like general question here. Uh, is it reasonable for a woman to expect her man to, you know, quote, finish, finish her off after he has orgasmed? No, no, that's not reasonable. It's... I mean, I think that the woman, it is incumbent upon the woman to, I mean, look, the truth of the matter is that the woman is the, is the pace setter is not pace setter. It's the wrong word, but it's like, it like has a lot of control in sex because I mean, yes, in principle, either party could say no and stop it or whatever, but, but you know, that, that primarily is uh, something a woman is more likely to do. Mm-hmm. And, and also like, let's say you're out on your third date or fourth date and you're going to have probably have sex like the person who's gatekeeping there is the woman right uh, almost all I've, there are always exceptions but almost always the woman and so similarly like i mean she just has to deal with the reality that the guy especially early in a relationship but maybe the whole time is going to drive toward his orgasm and like you know it's important that she get what she wants to have happen before before he does i mean so- 
I think that is so. I, I agree. Is that uh, yeah? There's something unique about men here, which is after they orgasm, they there is a <laughs> nosedive in their interest in sexual activity, and I don't think it's quite the same for most women. I don't think it's I don't think it's unique. Uh, I think there are women that have a similar reaction, but the thing that there's a couple things that are unique to a man. One is the fact that like he actually. Okay, most men, almost all men sort of can't actually have sex anymore in terms of their penis, you know, isn't hard yes. anymore. And yeah. secondly, and this this questioner specifically referred to after PIV, uh, well, one of two things has happened. He's wearing a condom or he's not wearing a condom. Okay, and, and actually both cause a problem. If he's not wearing a condom, it means that, uh, well, there's there's now semen in the, the place he's supposed to <laughs> he's supposed to go and he's already had an orgasm, which... We've discussed this extensively, but uh, there's no possible way a guy wants to taste his own semen after having an orgasm. Or again, like modulo the fact there's a small set of people that would like anything. And then the condom presents an issue because of the sort of rubber whatever, which personally, like if I'm watching a porn and the guy has a condom on and then takes it off and gets a blow, like I actually find that revolting because because the condom (laughs) – the condom is not such a great sort of smell and I imagine taste also – there are a number of like tropes that happen in porn pretty often, but yeah, this thing where like the condom comes off and then a blowjob happens, or like they're having anal sex and then a blowjob happens, like that. Both of those just seem. Uh, and then they and then they'll go to great pains to have a scene where they don't cut the cam. I mean, if you know, if, if they change angles, sure, between the anal, the ass to mouth. Well, then you just assume that like either it was filmed in the opposite order, or you know, <clears throat> she uh, there was a shower or some kind of careful washing, but you know. Then there's the the porn where they specifically don't do that to say no no something was stuck in her ass and then in her mouth and there right. are, apparently are guys that are that find that attractive. Yeah, I find that stomach turning. But um, <laughs> in any case, I think yeah, it, like, it could actually be like a test for like whether you're a I guess a sociopath or a psychopath. Like if you if you can imagine being the woman at all in the situation that's revolting to you. If you're like no this looks great, then it suggests to me like you have zero zero empathy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't understand why that is would even be a turn on. It's like, oh, like let's spread disease now. Like I don't understand. And then that. like and then as a man, this is a general problem with anal sex is that like I think as a man like it would almost be better uh before you start having sex to like squirt some like bright green ink up her ass so you can know what all has contacted the inside of her ass. <laughs> right? So, so you can <laughs> sure you can sort of follow it around the room and avoid it. But uh, here now you've created a situation where it's certainly her, her, your dick and her mouth. And the problem is like her mouth goes a lot of places. So uh, like now you have to sort of avoid this sort of radioactive <laughs> and and you have to decide how long before the radioactivity goes away. Yeah. Yeah. What's what's the half-life there? Yeah. Um, okay. But all right. So <laughs> back to the topic, which is like, I don't. I think a lot of women have this frustration, which is they're fairly turned on, but not turned on to the point that, yeah, they haven't had an orgasm yet. And then the guy finishes uh, before she would like. My general advice would be, I guess, the woman should pace things in such a way that he doesn't orgasm. Like she she should try to get better at recognizing when that's about to happen. Yeah. I mean, it, it, this depends strongly on whether he for example, ejaculates really quickly, in which case, like, maybe he should go, you know, one of the standard suggestions is that he go twice during a session, but then, they'll, you know, mm-hmm. they'll have a period of time when he's not as excited. Um, but yeah, I mean, like she, she, the other thing is like, obviously, just to 
just to explain to him that he like they need to stage it the other way. And he he can it's not that like men in general it can't in, in general men can't like stop driving to an orgasm as quickly as possible. That's not the case. It's just that like absent any other input, they're going to assume that that's the goal. And also in the question, she sort of complained, or maybe you did, like it was this thing about like, oh, there's this assumption that men come every time in sex. And one mm-hmm. of the points that you've made that I think is interesting is that like women actually get angry or not angry, but they get the women want that too. Like women find it bizarre if the man doesn't have an orgasm during a sexual encounter. Oh, sure. Yeah. 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 I've had that happen. And it just, I mean, I think it, it hurts their ego in a way that a man's ego isn't hurt when the woman doesn't come. Like when a girl orgasms, it's like a nice, you know, box to check and you, and you, and you feel, feel cool. But like, if they don't like <laughs> whatever. Uh, but yeah, like I think, yeah, like most girls' experience is probably that the guy, you know, orgasms 90 X percent of the time. And so when he doesn't, they, you know, immediately wonder what's wrong. Yeah. I mean, and, and that provides, well, it probably provides them the same enjoyment that it does to a man getting off a woman. Right. I mean, you, they like, they like seeing that happen, right? They want, they want to feel intimate with the guy or whatever. And so that, I don't really understand why, like, I think that like, she's just venting by bringing that up. Like it's not, that, that doesn't yeah. seem like a real issue. And there was one other thing I wanted to say, which is that, um, yeah, I mean, like there is the, the asymmetry there, uh, in terms of like, I, there are women who really aren't enjoy enjoys the wrong word, but there are women who are not, who are not going to orgasm twice. Like if they, if they orgasm, yes, they can continue having sex, but afterward it's like a different experience, but there really is like a physical difference there, right? Like the guy kind of can't and, and maybe doesn't want to have sex anymore. The woman, like her body parts still work well enough. Do they, do they produce like less lubrication after, after they've orgasmed? I have no idea. I mean, I don't, I, it probably, it probably depends on the person, right? Yeah. But I mean, you can use uh, lubricant or whatever. Like it's not, and also like, I'm assuming that like, she's not going to have an orgasm and then you're going to go for another hour. <laughs> yeah, right. No. I just think there's some, there's like some hormonal or chemical thing that happens to men after an orgasm. Like, I mean, obviously they're not hard anymore. So there's, there's like less blood flow to the penis, but I think there's some other hormone that gets secreted or stops getting secreted that makes, yeah, various interactions with vaginas less, less compelling. Yeah. I mean, like, like, well, I mean, yeah. And that, that, uh, that, that, and it lowers sort of your inhibition or like the, they call it disgust. Like it makes Mm -hmm. you find things. So for instance, like I, as you know, famously don't like to drink out of other people's cups. Yes. Uh, the notion of like using someone else's toothbrush, like actually, like I think I would drive to the store and buy another one if I wasn't sure. I, I actually was in this situation recently. <laughs> so I know, as <laughs> so I know I would. Um, and things like that. And yet I'm able to have sex. So it's like, well, how do you square that circle? And the answer is like, well, when you're aroused, you, you're disgusted. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it's like, it's lowered. And so, yeah, I mean, like obviously, so when a man orgasms, like his disgust comes back somewhat quickly. When a woman does, like it doesn't, it, it it doesn't happen the same. I also think women generally don't get disgusted as much as men, which might have something to do with like dealing with babies. Or something yeah. Like well, that. and thankfully, I mean, you know, like guys' bodies are generally kind of gross. So it's probably better. It's not like men are like stuck in this like permanent state of disgust. I think mostly they're compelled by female genitalia. And then there's like this, this window immediately after orgasm lasting, you know, for very varying periods of time, depending on age and you know who you are, where, 
Yeah. 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 But there's, there's a thing that this is a theme that I find comes up on the sex subreddit a fair amount, which is like, okay, if, if, if you were in a situation where it was like in a, uh, let's say like in a surgical ward or something where like the front half, the top half of the woman's body is, is concealed. All you see is her legs and her vagina. Right. So there's like sort of a drape there. You imagine like, mm-hmm. You don't know what she looks like. And so then like, I think that in that situation, like the man, because you're not seeing a bunch of cues like her breasts, her face, so on and so forth, that would add to your arousal. You're not sure whether you're excited or not by her. She might be ugly. She might be unattractive to you, so on and so forth. She might be older than you like. Uh, And I think in that situation, like it might be hard. It might be hard for you to sort of overcome as a man, the the sort of disgust. Uh, and I think that it's, it's the signaling of the woman being attractive and seeing her face first and stuff like that is really important to you being willing to interact with her genitals. Okay. Yeah, I think that's, that's right. Um, yeah. Okay. Larry, let's move on. Um, okay. Need help. My wife is convinced I am a gay man. My wife of 10 years is convinced I am gay following our sexual encounter Saturday night. We went out to a friend's birthday party. She drank more than usual. We got home at midnight. Babysitter left. Got up to our room. Get uh, Go up to our room. Get ready. I get in bed first. I bend over the bed to grab a few pillows that fell off on her side. Uh, she comes out of the bathroom and tells me to freeze. Usually this means something important, so I do. She comes over to me, starts kissing my butt cheeks, starts fondling my balls and penis, licks my balls from behind, sucks on my penis a little. From here, she does something she has never done uh, and is and has never been on the table. She starts licking my taint around my anus and near it. With about five minutes of teasing, she sticks her tongue in my anus and licks left, right, up and down, all over. Uh, oh, this is mildly revolting. First off, uh, this felt incredible and turned uh, and turned all my buttons. That's not an expression. Um, after a long t- after a long tossing, I flipped over. She grabbed lube and put her fingers in my anus and started massaging what must be my prostate while blowing me. I come hard three minutes later. Okay, here's the here's the here's the meat. Next day and still today, she is closed off, and uh, all she talks about is how I am a gay man and we should never have been married or had kids. Doesn't know why I hit it all along. Blah blah. Not sure what to do here. She's wrong, and I only find women sexy attractive. Anyone have a similar experience and can help? Yeah, it sounds like she read something in Cosmo. Like I think. Well, I mean, it's possible. Uh, it could also be false. Like this, it also reads a little bit like a, it sounds a little bit like, um, uh, you know, a short story, <laughs> like a thing he wants to have happen. He's like, Oh man, this would be yeah. the best. This would be best. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Like maybe he is actually gay and he just like fabricated this whole thing. Uh, I don't know what is the deal with people wanting people to lick out their asshole. Like, I don't understand that. I have never had that, um, performed on me, done to me. I don't know what the right verb there is. Uh, so I don't, I mean, I just strongly suspect I wouldn't though. Uh, yeah. I mean, it seems like you'd only do it if the other person really, really wanted to for some reason. And even then, like the amount of hygiene work you'd have to do before that would even be possible is, seems like just a lot of work. Yeah. Um, we've mentioned this before. Like I, I had a gay friend who told me about his like elaborate, uh, pre hookup routine. Um, he like had like a special shower extension or like it attached to the, to the bath and he could basically blast water like up into his colon. Um, and yeah, that was like standard procedure for him when he was planning on having sex that evening. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Glad I don't need to worry about that, but 
is it possible that this woman look let's say this actually happened and i agree that like there's a small chance that it did but like let's say let's say it did is it possible that she's like embarrassed about what happened and now is trying to figure out oh no i think this was clearly a sting operation like she for some reason, got in, it, t- totally, she got into her head, whether, like I said, reading Cosmo, but some equivalent to that. Like either either she read somewhere online or something that like, oh, this is a way to tell if your husband, boyfriend, whatever is gay. Or some friend was like, oh, you should do this. Although it's a little hard to imagine a friend suggesting all that. So I suspect reading would be the more likely input. Like I assume female friends don't talk too much about analingus. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure it happens, but it's like not, yeah. not the most common topic. Yeah. And so she's just like, oh, I'm I'm concerned that he's gay. How can I check? And then she she did this thing that – and he – unfortunately for him, uh, his, his prognosis was negative. <laughs> Do you think that like enjoying anal stuff correlates with homosexuality in men? Well, in the sense that – only in the sense that, uh, that that is an activity that's more common – I think among gay men, but no, I don't think maybe it's not like maybe like lots of gay men like also feel similarly icky about it. And oh, that's you know, definitely do true. Mostly, do mostly blowjobs. That's definitely that's a hundred percent true, and I know that because that's um because that was uh, that differentiated uh, in the eighties who got HIV and who didn't, right? Because if you I see, yeah, like you could be, if if a gay guy only did oral or manual or not anal, he was far less likely to get HIV. And so that, and so actually like, yeah, there was almost like a, a sort of weird selection thing that happened there. So there's definitely yeah. a, it's definitely a significant, I mean, otherwise, well, anyway, the, the other thing obviously would be monogamy would, or, or celibacy would protect you. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, there's definitely a thing there, but I don't, huh. I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't think that that's likely to be cool. I think she's making a mistake. <laughs> I mean, the, if she wanted to test that, she should have just like brought in a nude man or like gay porn. I think there are other, if you really are yeah, bound and determined I, I to mean, do a gay test, like that's not the right gay test. Yeah, I'm not, I guess, yeah, maybe I'm like sort of naive or or inexperienced or something. But yeah, I just haven't done butt stuff. And so like, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't even know if I would like it or not, but uh, yeah, I guess I'd already, I'd always sort of like associated that with homosexuality, but like, yeah, like maybe that's not right. Like maybe like it's on a, it's a completely different axis than your, than your sexuality. There's a porn that I saw like maybe yesterday, but recently, very recently that I, and I, this is a genre of porn. Maybe I'm just not in the right subreddits. This is a genre of porn that you don't see a lot. I actually, I'm sure it just doesn't get made a lot because I, my knowledge of porn is so encyclopedic. Uh, and it was a couple having sex doggy style, man, and woman. And then another guy shows up and starts <clears throat> and gets behind the first guy and sticks it up his butt. And so then uh, the guy is sort of in the middle. Uh, and uh, as often happens, this is probably a porn that you wouldn't want to watch. But I, because I, for science. I'm intrigued by the, by the mechanics. I, I mean, when there's, when, look, when something happens in a porn that I don't see much or have never seen, <laughs> I always want to watch because I'm like, what, like, like, what's going on here? And, uh, and it was interesting because the the guy, the guy, the far, I don't even know what to call them, the far back guy, they did two things. One is he would thrust and then it was sort of thrust all the way through to the woman. And then yeah. and then at some point he stopped and the guy kind of went back and the guy in the middle, who I'll call Lucky Pierre, uh, went back and forth uh, and enjoyed that. Um, but but anyway, like but the, the reason why that's relevant is and then, well, there's it went on and on and on like different activities that like 
I think most straight men would not want to do, mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, or maybe all straight men wouldn't want to do, but, um, uh, that it, it was a little bit of a surprise, right. In the porn world, like you have to accept the, I mean, obviously the actor knew that a guy was <laughs> coming and it moved up his butthole, but it was a little bit of a surprise. So if she had done that, if she'd had a guy maybe paid an escort to show up and for whatever reason told her husband or boyfriend to make sure his butthole was lubed that night for sex. Mm -hmm. Then yeah, if he wanted to have the guy stick it up his butt, probably at least bisexual, right? Yeah. I mean that's I mean that's such a preposterous <laughs> setup. But but yes. I mean yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I, I I feel like I'm having like a mild epiphany here, even though I'm sure everyone else has had this. Like, yeah, like whether or not you like having something put up your asshole is doesn't necessarily have anything to do with your sexuality. Like, if that feels good to you. Uh, oh, I disagree with that. I think it has a little bit to do because because I think that if you if you like having your prostate stimulated and you like having fingers up there, I think you're naturally going to wonder. So you could put like a penis shaped dildo up there, but I think, I, I think you yeah. are on a, you are on a path that leads to like, oh, what would it be like to have a real dick up there? Is there some evolutionary thing? Like, you know, so there's an evolutionary reason for women liking penises uniquely compared to anything else. Like, you know, like a cucumber is not as good. A banana is not as good. Like other things that were around in the stone age or <laughs> during evolutionary times. Uh, but yeah, is there any reason that like a penis is better than some other thing? Yes, it's the 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 dreaded response when you ask a woman that you're dating, you try to get her to say something positive about your penis, and the only thing she'll ever say is something like, "Well, I like that it's attached to you," yeah. which is the kind of shit women say. And you're like, "No, no, you don't understand. I want you to say that my <laughs> cock is like amazing. It's like a lightning bolt in your." Yeah. The, the unique curvature is, is ideal. Yeah. Or something I do, but that's, yeah, this just shows like the different way that most when men and most women approach sex. Like, yeah. So they, yeah. So the evolutionary thing is that it's attached to a man that's going to like provide for the kids. When she's You don't think, okay, you're going the other way with this. So do you think, you don't think that there's anything uh, unique about the way a penis is shaped or its temperature or I guess those are. Oh, really no, uh, oh, oh I, no, I can, I can, I can empathize enough with the mindset of a gay man to say the following, which is that I'm sure if you're into anal sex and you find men attractive, that having somebody ejaculate while their body part is in your body is very exciting. Hmm. It's that, right? It's that, it's that like, it's that like they're getting pleasure, either using your body for pleasure that, yeah, in, in much the same way that if you're having sex with a woman and she's like on top, right? I mean, there are various things like, and actually for a guy, I think most guys probably like having the woman uh, kind of be active in that way. Um, some don't actually, there was a posting on the sex subreddit about whether sex is better when you're passive or active. And like basically a guy like said, Oh, it's always better for the passive person. Everybody's like, look, you, you just outed yourself as like a sub. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, cause there was a bunch of guys that came in and said, no, no, I, I don't like that. But, but uh, you know, most people I think probably can enjoy both. And yeah, like this and, and men, since our bodies are so gross, we want deeply for women to like actually want to use our bodies for pleasure because nobody wants our bodies for anything unless you're like a male model or an athlete or something. Yeah, I guess I, I, you don't want that. I mean, doesn't it bother you a little bit like that? Like in our, in, in humankind, like women's bodies are so prized vis-a-vis -vis men's. Um, I mean, because of my desires, like that feels like the right setup. Oh, sure. But it's like, wouldn't, wouldn't, 
okay, but in your fantasy world, wouldn't it be kind of cool to have like women desiring you, your body in the same yeah. way? Okay, that, that, that's all I mean. <laughs> yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, next topic. Uh, I don't know what we're going to discuss about this, but I thought this was sort of funny, so I'm going to read it. Uh, okay. A boyfriend's mom walked in on us. I am beyond mortified. My wrists were bound in front of me. I was blindfolded, head hanging off the bed, and my completely naked boyfriend was fucking my mouth. I heard Mm. the bedroom door open, followed by his mother yelling, oh my God, I'm sorry, and the door slamming shut. My boyfriend helped helped me up, and he started laughing as he took the blindfold off and untied my wrists. He thinks this is funny. I wish I felt the same. I'm a really shy and fairly introverted person. I don't talk about my sex life with anyone other than my boyfriend either. I'm just beyond embarrassed, and I have no idea what to do. Uh, she's staying with us for a month. <laughs> um, Oof. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, this is obviously an outrageously awkward situation. This, but this also sounds a little bit like uh, the, the, the intro to a, you know, the and then my mom wanted to have sex with us and blah, 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 yeah. which, which yeah. I, I assume has never happened. I assume that's a thing that's never unless anyway, except in war and when they're paid and so forth. Yeah. Uh, some sort of like, yeah, like a mother getting involved with a couple. No, her own daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah a couple. Yeah. That just doesn't, I, ho- I hope that isn't a thing that happens. I think this was the boyfriend's mom, but yeah, yeah, whatever. If we either way, them. either way. Oh, well, the, uh, the boyfriend's mom. Well, I mean, I think like the, I, 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 I suspect that the woman who walked in was like, whoa, that's pretty hot. Yeah. Maybe not. Maybe I mean, she's like a total, like she's, but that like, it's probably an activity that she doesn't do. Yeah. Depending on, on like her like level of re- religiosity. Uh, if, if she's, if she doesn't find like just the notion of people having sex gross, like, yeah. Like I, I feel like for a, for an older person, like seeing young people have sex briefly, would be yeah like what's well, also mildly. the specifics of the activity like a little bit of bondage that sort of right. head off the bed deep throat thing right she probably never tried or thought of that potentially the fact that she apologized in the moment suggests that low lower it's not that like she lower religiosity or whatever that that's not a main issue yeah although she did say oh my god i'm sorry well that would just be that just means that her parents were religious that's that's how that works or, <laughs> right. or maybe grandparents right, right. uh have you ever been walked in on I mean, not to my knowledge, but um, I'm sure the answer is yes. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I see. Like somebody got close to the door, but no, 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 didn't no, actually. no. I never had anything remotely like that that I know of. But I'm just like, you can't always observe every possible egress from the room you're having sex in. Yeah. So, like, in and definitely, uh, particularly as a teenager, like I did things in in uh, teenager twenty, young twenties. I did things in places where like it would there just wouldn't have been time to like stop if somebody showed up. Yeah. And so it, just logically thinking about it, it seems likely that like once in my life, someone came down the stairs or whatever. How about you? Yeah. Have you been walked in on again? Not to my knowledge, but I mean, yeah. Like when I was a teenager, I masturbated a lot and yeah, my parents would probably have to like go out of their way to ensure that. Well, but I mean, you were always in that sleeping bag, right? <laughs> We, we promised that this would never be discussed. Oh, really? All right. <laughs> well, okay. Put it fine, fine. Then remove that specific item. Uh, you can cut that out in post-production. But um, you were always under the sh- covers. No, not always. Oh, all right. 
No, I don't think you understand what was going on with the sleeping even, bag. But, even yeah, when we'll, you were a teenager, would you stand up and and do the little um, penis, uh, the little penis fountain thing? No, no, whatever. The sleeping bags come up, so like, I guess I'll just. I mean, I have no choice here. Well, you were a te- uh, you were a kid. I mean, nobody can really blame you for what you did yeah, as a kid. Yeah, yeah. We had like a like a sleeping bag that I would straddle. Oh God! Uh, and then you could, you know, and then I could sort of stroke myself riding back and forth. And I, I liked masturbating that way. I, I don't know what you're talking about. What do you mean rocking back and forth? So the sleeping bag was, was rolled up, right? So it's oh, like, a, Jesus Christ. And then you would, you'd nut in, into the, so you're saying it was like a, you're saying it was like a, a little spiral of doom there with like a center part that was really tightly held, maybe with some bunch. bunch of no, 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 no. Although I, I like your imagination here. Uh, it was rolled up and the, the cape, the cover was over it. So it's, it's really just sort of like a, like a very, very, very firm pillow. Yeah. Um, and it's big enough that I could, I could straddle it without having to like, you know, spread my legs too much. Um, okay. And yeah, thinking back like this, yeah, that, that wasn't that weird. Like it, it felt no, good. No, I don't understand. I mechanically don't understand this. Where would your penis be in your hand? Uh, no, I'm, I'm straddling it. And so the thing that's causing the friction is my penis rubbing back and forth across the uh, top of the sleeping so what's, bag. So what's case. holding your penis? De- so you're, you have a one hand holding down your penis onto the sleeping bag case. Uh, I think I could angle it in such a way where I could use like my body weight to sort of grind against it. But I don't remember. You would sort of I, angle I your body forward, saying. and that would like trap your penis between your stomach. Yeah, and- so, yeah. That's pretty weird, dude. I don't think most kids do that. Yeah, I don't think so either. Um, but that's. Like, I mean, huh. My recollection, I don't have, I have a sleeping bag. I haven't, yeah, I haven't tried this in what, 25 years. Um, yeah, I have a question. Had it, is it because it hadn't occurred to you to use your hand? This brings up a topic that I've been wanting to get into for some time. I guess now's a good time. So I, I've recently come to find out, and I can't remember if I was talking to you or if I was talking to someone else about this, but depending so i'm circumcised and i think there are different like levels of circumcision that leave varying amounts of force yeah this is me we talked about this yeah okay okay so for me like if i hold my penis and stroke it i can't get i can't really slide back and forth using the skin on my penis like it I, i need like either lubrication or to like have like a fairly loose grip to, to go up and down. Does that make sense? It does. I think that's a big bummer. It is a bummer. Like I didn't even know this until we had that conversation, whatever it was a few months well, you ago. Knew what, like, you knew what us, an uncircumcised dude was like. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen it. And like, I knew that was a thing, but I thought that like roughly all circumcisions were the same. Uh, I didn't realize that there were like varying amounts of foreskin. You know, the thing that's funny. So I, I have uh, more foreskin and, and it's funny because when I was, my mom has told me that the doctor told her that they only took off a little <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and I have never said to her, you know, that's true, mom. That's true. Thanks for that. <laughs> I could, that was, yeah, it's to be a solid there, Bob. Thanks. But it's true. She's told um, me that. And, and I think it is actually a fact that they like were a little more cautious with me. Yeah. So, so consequently, uh, masturbating with my hand dry is not particularly great. And so, I, wait, I, yeah, I think it's is, like, is it possible? Yeah, it's possible. Wait, how do you, what, what, you just, it's just dry or do you like spit on your hand or something? Uh, I, I, I can and have, um, 
I mean, you've masturbated dry, right? So, like, you know what it's like to, to masturbate dry. It's just that I don't get no, no, quite as much. I don't uh, think I do. Like natural. I don't think I do because I would never. Th- yeah. From for me, the equivalent of that would be to like sort of hold the foreskin down so that it doesn't move, and then do it. And I would never do that because it would just it would be physically like I, I. It's actually hard. I guess I can try it and report back, but it would be it would be physical. And now, if the, yeah, if I had a lubricant, fine. Although you could do it, but it's just a handicap. Um, and you would like why would you ever introduce a handicap into something like that? Exactly. Exactly. Um, like I can, I can masturbate without porn. But That's really interesting. Why? So what you're, what you're saying, actually, I, I wouldn't have thought about this. Maybe I, I, but maybe that you're, you're basically saying, I think, uh, that your circumcision actually made learning to masturbate and masturbating sort of trickier. Like, yeah, I think so. We, so, so, yeah, because you know, like that. I think that was part of the maybe the rationale for circumcision. I mean, there was also like cleanliness and stuff, but like I think a big rationale was this notion that every sperm is sacred and you shouldn't masturbate and leave, leave them on the, the ground or whatever, you know, whatever. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, I look, so I, you're like a victim of that for whatever reason. I just haven't thought about circumcision much in my life. Um, but yeah, like maybe there's some other leaves that like I, I haven't unturned, but yeah, I didn't know that I thought it was just some like somewhat uh, bogus reason for like cleanliness or something. It, it helped with disease or was, or yeah, I don't know why circumcision is even a thing. Yeah. I mean, if you're not, I mean, I'm sure. Okay. You have watched a porn in which I'm not going to suggest that you've watched a uncircumcised man beat off in real life. Although you have been to Baker beach. So you probably actually, <laughs> probably actually have. <laughs> I have. Yeah. Like now how many like degrees of my vision did that take? Like it's a small fraction, but yes, I have probably actually seen it. I've seen satellite photos too. So yeah, anyway, but well, you'd want to see it in, in this case, it really would be important to see it in action. You've seen in a porn, although, although to be fair, most porn is circumcised guys, like a very large majority is, but you've seen an uncircumcised guy masturbate, right? Yes, of course. On, on video. So, you know, I saw a video. Hold on. I think I told you this before, but, but our listeners haven't heard this. I went to a, I went to Sundance, like probably, you know, the, the film festival in Utah, um, like in the mid two thousands. And there was a series of short films and they were all about sex, but one of them was just this guy laying on his back. And it's like, I don't know. I want to say it's a 10 minute long film and he just lays there and doesn't touch himself and gets, gets hard. So he's like, you know, I don't, I, I'm not even sure I could do that anymore. I could do that when I was a kid, but, uh, and he just gets hard. And then it, uh, the camera is like sort of slowly zooming in on his penis. And then, uh, after like maybe five minutes, uh, he, uh, like stops thinking about whatever was arousing him. And it, then, then it like slowly zooms out and he gets soft again. He doesn't ejaculate the entirety. He does not. There is no touching. Yeah, like it, it's their it, videos. It's fairly impressive now that there I think are porns I've seen where a guy ejaculates without touching his penis, and the men are always really proud of it. And I'm just like, it makes me sort of embarrassed to be a man. Honestly, it's like, wh- why are we so obsessed with our cocks? That's when I when I see I'm that. Not sure. I'm not sure I could do that. Ejaculate without touching your penis. Yeah. No, of course not. Like he, he's super proud of it because he's like probably spent like some people spend, you know, a thousand hours learning to play tennis really well. This guy spent a thousand hours ejaculating without, <laughs> you know, it's like, well, doing the thing that nobody wants, right? Like nobody wants you to orgasm without stimulation. Literally no one has ever wanted that to happen because then, then you're thinking, okay, so I'm going to be riding on the subway next to this guy and he's just going to ejaculate. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, we were joking on a previous episode about like the minimum number of strokes required, and I think we arrived at a half stroke. But yeah, this guy can do it in zero. Yeah. So okay. So, um, so you have seen this. What the the story you told was actually somebody not masturbating, but you have seen a an uncircumcised man masturbate. So you understand yeah. what what the mechanics are. Yes. But you don't. It looks. It looks nice. Yeah, you don't. That hasn't caused you to think about it and be like, oh man, this sucks that I have to like do some weird. I always. Yeah. I mean. I knew it was a thing for for uncircumcised guys. I didn't realize that for circumcised guys there was like some variability in like the amount of give in the skin. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, there probably isn't any data on what percentage of guys are one way versus the other. I do know from talking to women that like the the type of circumcision that you're describing, what you have, is trickier to deal with. Because like, for instance, if they need to give a hand job, like it's, it's more work and more complicated. Yeah. Hand jobs are not my favorite thing. I mean, if they're lubricated, they could still be good. Yeah. But it's but, just not but, like, like, a, like a dry hand job I can give to myself. Uh, I still don't really understand but, how you do that. You just. You, I mean, mostly I, I, okay, fine. We'll get into the specifics here. I think, you know, like my palm itself has a little bit of give to it. Oh my God. So I, you know. Can get some some uh, some some give there. Uh, it really but, had, yeah. Uh, mostly, mostly. Anyway, like the reason why I brought this up is, yeah, th- things like the sleeping bag or using like a, you know, like a sock or like various things that like introduce uh, some some natural give to the, you know, sliding up and down to the proceedings are are probably more valuable to me than they than they would be to someone who could just use their hand. Yeah, I wonder if like uh, circumcising all the boys and making a masturbation less fun for them, like then increases the incidence of like sexual assault or something. I wonder if like there's this because it's yeah, basically what you're what you're describing to me is it's like it makes a huge difference. It makes a bigger difference if you're with a partner than if you're not. Uh, if you're in that yeah, situation. I mean, yeah, this is more serious than we normally get here. But yeah, I think anything that like makes release shamed or more difficult or, you know, like anything that like stops men from just like doing the natural thing, which is to like masturbate a ton when they're, especially when they're in their like sexual peak is probably correlates negatively to, or, or yeah, has a strong correlation with like bad uh, abuse yeah. stuff and so, so all, you gotta, all you gotta do is throw in a little bit of like something else in there into the mix and then you wind up with these really negative outcomes yeah yeah because it's a it's a tinder basket yeah. um okay next topic uh let's see here uh oh yeah okay i wanted yeah okay um Okay. I turned, uh, I turned someone down for sex and he thanked me. It totally changed how I view boundaries. Um, this is a long thing. Well, I'll read it just cause it, it'll take me 60 seconds. All right. This is just a quick post about how consent and actively appreciating, uh, rather than just tolerating or following other people's boundaries can be sexy. I know a lot of people, myself included, have a strange relationship with boundaries. They're viewed as a negative, maybe not a bad thing, but certainly not a fun thing or a super positive thing. Almost like rules and no one loves rules. I've been trying to be more vocal the last year about my sexual boundaries, making sure all sexual encounters are at least a seven or eight out of 10, rather than passively doing sexual stuff that I'm not totally into. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Last night I had a great first date with someone. I was feeling it, but for whatever reason, I just didn't want to actually have sex with him yet. We were making out naked in his hot tub. And from kiss one, he's practicing micro consent, which is rad. He asked me before kissing me, before touching my boobs, then my pussy, 
Then, before actually putting his fingers inside me, things are getting hot, but I realized I still wasn't totally sure I wanted to have sex with him. So instead of just saying yes, because uh, we were already naked and into it, when he asked if I wanted to fuck, I said with a smile, not tonight, and here's the best part. He looked at me, smiled this huge, genuine smile, and said, cool, thank you, and proceeded to continue making out with me. I was totally prepared for him to uh, just be like, oh, okay, or even something like, ugh, I get it, but I, but God, I'd want to fuck you, but God, I totally want to fuck you. His simple, total, and complete acceptance and appreciation for my honesty was incredible. Okay, and then here's the thing. She goes on a bit more, but um, this guy totally did that. I didn't feel awkward or uncomfortable. I felt respected, sexy, and honestly turned on. Also, it made me want to make him feel good too, so I ended up giving him a blowjob, which we both enjoyed immensely. Okay. I think there's a conversation to be had around micro consent and stuff, but it's a little bit risky. So maybe we should avoid that for now. The thing I wanted to talk about is uh, why isn't a blowjob more intimate than penis and vagina sex? Um, well, I mean, it, it, you're not going to get pregnant. Yeah, but I feel like, Okay. Well, yeah, there's well, two I ways mean, to look at it. When okay. you've given a blow, how did you feel about it? I feel like I... <laughs> We're not the experts. You, oh, oh, you mean a male yeah, blowjob? Yeah, no, but I mean, but, I mean there, is a, there is at least a, like, you know, it's not a perfect analogy, but there's an, an analogy here, which is uh, uh, your, your favorite term, eating out a woman. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> uh, I feel like that is uh, more intimate than... Uh, I don't think, sex. I don't think that, no, I, I don't think you can make an analogy with what a guy does because it's just, I think it's fundamentally pretty different. Like a woman is going to have something stuck in her body one place or another. And then you're like, well, which one, I mean, I know why you're saying that you're saying because like, you know, your, your, your face is kind of where your head is kind of where you're. Yeah, that's where all the like sensory organs. Yeah, I mean, are, you're right? like you, you, you really like in our day to day lives, we perceive ourselves as as, as heads. You know, like we're, we're, our eyes are in our head. Yeah, like you said, into the- <laughs> yes, yes, we're going to get into the meaning of no, consciousness no, but I mean, here. You know. Yeah, yeah, but it, right, but okay, yeah, like a lot of people just sort of like fumble around in the dark, and and you know, you can have vaginal sex without like you know inspecting each other's genitalia, and yeah, with oral, that's not. Yeah, possible. I mean, I, like I mean, it's possible, but it's. Less I hear easy. what you're saying, but I think in this case, like, what her behavior makes a perfect sense for me. Like, I don't know why she, um, you know, wanted kind of direct cueing on consent as opposed to kind of the normal, just the more typical kind of um, implicit, you know, consent. Yes. and that's fine. Like, I mean, yes. I, like, I mean. This guy is obviously like he's either <laughs> I, there. There are two possibilities. I'd say one is that like he is someone she's not going to like later because he's too passive. Like he's the fact that he's willing to do that suggests something a little negative in his personality. Or, or importantly, he's just a really clever dude and like he figured out like this is a thing he can do that like women really like. And then it's like great. And and frankly, like being told upfront like, hey, I don't want to do that actually is good because it's like that you know, because he because in his mind he's like, dude, I know. This We're going to have sex like in a week. I, I don't care. Like as long as I get my nut off, guys don't care how they get their nut off with you. They care that they get their nut off and they want all options to be open at least, you know, within the next month. And so like, he, I, right. and she's already naked in yeah. the hot tub. So he knew that. Like, yeah. You know. So he's there's yeah. And, and like the fact that she, 
the fact he like it's great because he's like, look, um, this consent thing worked. Like she basically had a thing she didn't want to do, and so she wasn't just lying the whole time. So it's really good. I mean, she's so I, I see why he was so happy. Um, and then and then the blow. <laughs> well, I mean, even even if you assume he's just he is just doing it because she wants to. Like it's not a thing that would come naturally to a guy, but whatever. I think it's great. Um, but the uh, the the blow, like the thing about it is, the blow is what she really wanted. She wanted something that was very connecting. She wanted to be deeply engaged in the situation. She didn't. So so this is the thing. It's like yes to your question. A blow is more intimate. A blow is like kind of more. You're more present. But you see what women a lot of times are afraid of in sex is the lack of intimacy, right? So this, so a blow really met her needs. Whereas if it had been PIV, like the, the fear that a woman would have is like that you get into PIV, he flips you over in the dog and then he nuts, it goes to sleep. <laughs> and then right. it's like this totally, and she doesn't feel like, oh, I know, you know, like I had this shared experience. She feels like she was just a hole in the wall or like a glory hole or something. And like, I think that's really, you know, that, yeah, that like fundamentally is a problem for women. It may, it may make sense yeah. too. Like I, I, if I were a woman, I wouldn't want that. Well, it depends on what you, you're into. I mean, it's hard to imagine being a woman, but like for a man, but I, I, yeah, yeah. If you, if you, what you want is intimacy, like it, it, it makes sense to me huh. that they wouldn't want to just be fucked and then like kind of. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, the blow, it's like, yeah, I mean, you're thinking like, I mean, a blow, yeah, there's also the fact that you're going to like have his semen and all this kind of stuff. But the main thing is that like you. You, you can see him he's looking at you like your your main well and you're you're very active in the delivery of the orgasm more so than with vaginal yeah, sex. And like i mean right i mean you could be in vaginal sex but like especially the first time someone has sex like it makes sense to me that they'd be the woman would be afraid of like this impersonal experience which i suspect happens more often than not uh especially like one night stands or whatever like the guy is perfectly capable of enjoying an encounter that's totally impersonal and that's I think that for a woman, that's like a frightening, very negative experience. Not all, you know, unless that's their thing. But for many women, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Some some women want women want that, yeah. but it's probably a minority. No, I mean, like maybe there's some other, some yet third activity that they could have done that doesn't require her to like have his semen all over her face or in her mouth or whatever, you know. But but it gets her the intimacy. Yeah. I don't know. They could have spooned or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I think we're done there. Um, I should have brought this up when we were talking about masturbation, but I'll do it now. Did you see this? This is an old post, but um, it's said how a male should masturbate. And it's lengthy, so I'm not going to read it. But um, he basically has uh, four core tenets. Uh, One is use lube always. Two, never masturbate for less than 10 minutes at a time. Three, only masturbate when you are already horny. Uh, And four, treat porn as a luxury, not as a necessity. And then he goes on and carefully details all these things. My general question is, do you think it's possible to train to get better at sex? Well, it depends on what you mean by better. Like, like what he's, what he's yeah, saying is uh, actually there's a little bit of a mixed message there. The, I don't understand the lube thing at all. I, okay. No, I do. Okay. So what he's doing is he's trying to make you, uh, no, it's, no, there's a mixed thing because it, okay. It's, it, it's, it's a mixture of lasting longer and lasting shorter. Yeah, it is confused. So this guy says, this is what he says about the lube. When you jerk off dry, you are training your brain to respond to dry stimulation. This causes desensitization because it is very rough compared to a it vagina. It could. It could also make it so that when you have sex with a woman, it's way, way better. And you like immediately like it much better. But okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He says also jerking off dry also makes you come sooner during sex. Your body isn't used to the wetness and that puts your mojo off balance, making you laugh. I mean, shorter. honestly, I think in the age of ubiquitous porn... 
lasting okay there are people that post on the sex subreddit because they come too quickly premature or whatever but i gotta think that like the tendency is moving toward like guys being able to go for like an hour because they've seen every possible fucking thing so there's like that mental stimulation it's challenging and so when he's like oh last longer than 10 minutes i think i might say to a guy no no you should like train yourself to last shorter because like women don't want to have sex for by and large, yeah, by and large, like they don't, they, yeah, like it's kind of a bummer. Like, like, um, yeah, if you can last five minutes or, or something like that, like it makes the time commitment and effort commitment and whatnot that the woman has to put in to have sex with you lower, which is a little bit of a low self-esteem thing to say, but I think it's just the way it is. Like women, like, what do you want? Like men are, are, are like being around our bodies isn't that great. <laughs> Right. So it's like the, 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 the incentives are reversed, right? They want to do it, but they don't want to like, they, you know, I mean, they don't want to like have it go on and on and on and on. Yeah. I think the perspective's different. Like this person is almost certainly like a teenager or somebody in his, tw- you know, early twenties or whatever. Like uh, there's probably regardless of like what the woman actually wants, there is societal pressure at that age to last. But I mean, longer, like, did so. you ever have a t- problem lasting? Yeah. yeah I mean, really. I, like, and I mean, I, I think that my access to porn was very early compared to most people. And so I think I'm more of a, a analogous to like. I think mine was earlier just because. Oh, you were younger than I am. Yeah. I'm a li- yeah. I'm a little bit younger. But mine, yeah. like I've got access to porn probably at like age like 13 or 14, something like that, which is mm-hmm. probably, which is I'm sure totally normal now. And it's just like, yeah, I mean, once you've seen a fair amount of that stuff, like it uh, in general, like made it so lasting was not a major issue. You don't think that like the the difference in uh, tactile stimulation is is a problem? Like, is there some way to simulate, uh, like by using lube, for example, um, the tactile stuff in a way that can make you last longer? Oh, I think you could. I'm just saying. I'm saying that like I think in most cases that's Why? undesirable. And also like so like what are the situations where you wouldn't last as long? It would be because like whatever's happening is like so hot that you can't last. It's because you're with a new partner. It's because like um you know you haven't had sex in a while. Like these are all situations in which not lasting long like makes sense. Like the only time not that's the thing. Premature ejaculation is when like you're having sex for the thirty seventh time with the same partner. And you're still coming in like a minute. And that's like a different, that's right. a different situation that I think is almost like a medical, medical problem. Like I think, I don't know, but, but yeah, so I don't, I don't really see that. So even when it would be quote unquote an issue, I think you just like, I don't think the woman would really care. Look, women don't, they, I mean, honestly, they don't really like, unless it's happening all the time, women don't care about this. Like it's, it's like a compliment. I mean, if if you, well, except for the woman that you, had and there actually was a comment thread about this on the sex subreddit yesterday about uh, a girlfriend where she came so quickly and then refused to have sex afterward. Oh, really? Why didn't you should have sent that to uh, me? I will. We can discuss it next time. <laughs> that was me. Yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, I'll you know I will. I'll find it and and, uh, and we can talk about it next time. Yeah, great. yeah we can look yeah. it next time. Um, okay, let, let's do yeah. one more. Um, this one is well, okay. Who else loves when they catch a whiff of their significant other smell on themselves after sex? My boyfriend's groin area has a very distinct smell to it that I love, love in all caps. He's extremely hygienic and his skin always smells incredibly fresh and almost sweet. I think that latter part is just because I'm so attracted to his scent. I've noticed that after sex, especially if he comes inside me, his scent lingers around my vagina and even clings to my pants. 
not going if I'm not going anywhere the rest of the day, I try to avoid showering just so I can catch a whiff of That's it throughout the day. It's so it's so comforting and so overwhelmingly him. I thought about texting him to tell him how much I love when I can smell his cock on me after he fucks me, but I don't know if that's strange or not. Am I the only person who loves this? There's such a stigma with post-sex smell being gross. Well, it is gross to every other person on the planet other than her. Like nobody else yeah. is like, oh man, your boyfriend's nut. It's a great smell. <laughs> what percentage of like, okay, well, for starters, I mean, it's a little bit tricky here because she's discussing several smells. Like first, his skin always smells incredibly fresh and almost sweet. Yeah, that's fine. But like, yeah, the area like underneath his like scrotum well, doesn't he probably smell uses some product. Way. I mean, that's. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he uses Axe yeah. or whatever. That's what I um, use. I have like a uh, 10 different smells of Axe when I rotate. It's true. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, I know I you think use it's hilarious. Like, I mean, <laughs> it's because I get bored in the shower. I mean, it's it's like, like just something to do to be like, oh, I'm going to have this smell now. But it's so strong. But okay. Anyway, um, so, but okay. So there's the smell of his skin. And then there's like the smell of his perspiration. And then there's the smell of like someone's ejaculate. Um, but then I think there's like almost like a, like a combined smell of like the girl's, you know, lubrication and the guy's semen that like makes like a, like a, you know, like a powers combined smell, um, which I think is the scent that she's talking about here or, or one of the things she's talking about here. Uh, and yeah, I, I guess you're right. Like the only person who could possibly be into that. I, I mean, I guess the guy could also be into it. Yeah, I've noticed this phenomenon and people talk about it on the sex subreddit some like this notion that like, you can like even after taking a shower, you can still smell th- these odors on your body. I'm sure you've noticed this. Yeah. Um, and I, know, I just assume yes. that's because there's like they're like organic compounds to like work their way into your skin a little and then come back out. I mean, it's yeah, it's not yeah. in terms of it being comforting. I mean, look, this is just like a male female difference. Like she's going to say it's comforting. What a man would say is like, oh, I smelled her pussy on my fingers. That's awesome. I had sex <laughs> like that's. I don't think a man is going to be like, unless, yeah, almost never is the man going to be like, oh yeah, that's comforting. It's going to be like a much more like kind of lewd thought that's going to come to his head. Yeah. Um, Yeah. For me, for me, uh, like I've, I mean, you're almost always clean shaven and I'm almost never clean shaven. Uh, Yeah. Like if I've gone down on a woman, like it, it can take a couple washings to get it out of my beard. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, it's, uh. It's, I mean, these are like pheromones or whatever. They're made to be yeah, sticky. Exactly. So they're going to, they're going to bind. However, I don't know anything about chemistry, but they'll bind somehow. And it's very nice that she finds that, uh, <laughs> that, um, reassuring or whatever. I, I would be interested vaguely in the question of like, whether she could tell, I suspect no, whether she could tell one man sent from another. Um, but do you think that, yeah, that's probably true. Do you think that, um, you, uh, how to say this? Do you think that you're more sensitive to that smell than, than a third party would be? So for example, you know, like, let's say I have sex with a girl in a hotel room. Um, and I feel like as I'm leaving the room, like, man, it, you know, it smells like sex in here. Do, do the maids like, yeah, like, am I more sensitive to that smell because I'm acclimatized to it? No, everything I've read or, or is it everything I've read about this suggests that hotel maids can smell the, the, the odor. (laughs) They know what's up. No, it's anything like any of those sort of service industries. It's yeah, it's lame. Like these people. I mean, do they wear gloves? Like for sure. It's gross. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah, I guess I'd never really, I mean, yeah, that, yeah, that is pretty gross. And they're probably, yeah. And there probably mm. are a set of, I can't think of it now, but I'm sure hotel made is the obvious one. I'm sure there's a set, another, like, like, you know, like people who come and clean your apartment or your house, like, I'm sure they, it's the same thing. And like, there are probably other jobs where like, that you wouldn't think of where they have to deal with that stuff, you know, just like yeah. standard places where people fuck. I guess I've long thought that I'm more sensitive to that smell than others, but maybe, maybe not. Well, I'm sure people uh, have done like some sort of study. You could do like a test. I don't know. Yeah. Like for example, like when it, when it, when the smell is like lingering in my beard, I'm, I'm fairly sure no one else can detect that. Well, your beard is pretty close to your nose. So I've certainly never yeah. smelled it yeah, on your beard. A- that the, the smell it follows the like what R squared yeah, law or yeah. whatever. Not, no, no, I mean like <laughs> the thing I've noticed is on my fingers and like if, if I like rub below my nose and then you inhale at the same time, yep. you're like, oh, <laughs> yep. uh, and it, and it is surprising yep. how long how long it lasts. And I would say this also, like any odor that comes from beating off does not last like that. And maybe that's like a sensitivity. Like in other words, if I maybe a woman would notice that that's sort of interesting actually maybe a woman would notice that if you ejaculated on her fingers like two days later she could still smell that i don't know uh yeah is there some reason for that like is that positive or is it a consequence of some other well, it makes sense if like man, men and women could smell each other um yeah yeah huh okay you have anything else no. to add here no all right So that is a wrap on episode 11 of Your Mileage May Vary. As a reminder, you can contact us on Twitter at YMMVPod on our Facebook page or by email at YMMVPod at gmail.com. Yeah, and as always, thanks for listening, and we hope to have you back for our next episode.